Welcome to comment section here with the second part of the Batman 80th anniversary special. We're going to talk about the years of Batman starting from 2012 after the Dark Knight Rises. And we're going to talk about the casting of Robert Pattinson and the future of Batman going into the next 80 years and onward. Fall down the rabbit hole as we discuss once again, and probably not for the last time, the Batman. And then, in 2012, we talked about Rises. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> Batman franchise was broken, and I didn't know if it would ever recover. And I remember saying something. I don't know if you remember this. I think I mentioned it on this show. Yeah, we've talked about this. Going bit, back so. <laughs> from The Dark Knight Rises, talking about, yeah, they're taking The Dark Knight Returns storyline, which what Rises was supposed to do, and they butchered it. And they're going to do an animated movie, and then suddenly I have flashback. <laughs> oh, no. To one time when we were in high school where I told you about it, and you said, they're doing the same movie twice? And suddenly it's just like, that SOB, he knew. He knew there was something wrong with Rises. It's not a coincidence. He knew and he didn't say anything. He didn't try to stop them. What? He was a time traveler and he didn't stop it. He was supposed to go to Warner Brothers and protest. Oh my gosh. And then in 2012, but in September 2012, I was counting down to the real Batman movie. Batman The Dark Knight Returns done in two parts. And whenever you see a story you love done horribly, it's awful. But when you have it redeemed, it makes it even more special. So that made that movie very special. It was great. Peter Weller from Robocop was Batman. And it's one of the best Batman stories adapted by Bruce Timm, making it one of the best Batman movies. So... That was 2012 and 2013, the two-part Batman The Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> Have you read Batman Year One or Dark Knight Returns? Uh, no. no. I haven't. Those are the two you should probably get to first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, after Justice League Doom in 2012, Kevin Connell was being interviewed and talked about any new plans for Batman. And he talked about, yeah, we just did this one called, um, it's like one of the Flash, and the host is just like, you do do you mean Flashpoint? And he said, yeah. And that was the first we had heard that DC was going to make Justice League The Flashpoint Paradox released in 2013. A story in which Barry Allen goes back in time, changes reality, and now, instead of Bruce Wayne being Batman, it's Thomas Wayne as Batman. Mm. Where um, um, Joe Chill, instead of shooting his parents, shot Bruce Wayne, and it broke his mom, and she became the Joker. And it's a world in which Superman was captured by the government instead of found by the Kents. Hmm. And it's great. And yet, at the beginning and end, we had Kevin Conroy back as Batman. So, that was great. And what was really cool? Sam Daly voiced Superman, who was the son of Tim Daly from Superman the Animated Series. So, it was a little cool generational thing. Oh. Just from hearing this, like, has Kevin Conroy been, like, the most common Batman? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it All sounded right. like it. Yes. In 2014, we had the announcement of a new... DC revealed, unveiled their news for animated, their upcoming anime movies. And there was one that got everyone excited. 
Batman Assault on Arkham taking place in the Arkham universe. And you know what that means. Kevin Conroy was back again! <laughs> Whoa! Yes. Unfortunately, Mark Hamill had announced his retirement. And I'm putting up air quotes. Yeah, retirement. Retirement. From the Joker. So Troy Baker took over, and he did an impression of Mark Hamill's Joker, and he did a great job. This movie is more of a Suicide Squad movie where they where Batman is shown through their point of view. Batman has some great moments in here. Oh. And they even <laughs> recreate one of my favorite moments from Batman Returns. You know the part where it's um one of the like the circus people is holding Catwoman and Batman shoots like the grapple gun behind the guy and goes, You missed, and then he yanks oh. it and then the um he pulls out some cement from the wall and it hits the guy. Oh. They did that but with Victor yeah. Zaz. Very cool. So it was that was awesome. In twenty fifteen, it was announced that Bruce Tim was working on Justice League Gods and Monsters. A completely original thing in which what if instead of the son of Jorel coming to Earth to be Superman, what if it was the son of Zod? Ooh. What would that world look like? And instead of Bruce Wayne being Batman, what if it was, um, oh my god, what is his name? Man Bat's true identity. Oh my god. Kirk Langstrom oh. was Batman, or Batman was an actual vampire. Oh man, so, I didn't know. Yes. <laughs> More ties to vampirism yes. in the Batman lore. Interesting. So we have Jersey Gods and Monsters. Normally, <clears throat> I'd say I I don't really care about a Justice League movie where Superman isn't Clark Kent or Bruce Wayne isn't Batman. But it's Bruce Timm, so I'll go to it. So I'll go buy it. Yeah. And it was really good. I really enjoy it. And then 2016. It was announced that they were going to adapt Batman the Killing Joke. Now, this was very important because in Mark Hamill's retirement, <laughs> he said he was only going to come back if he could voice the Joker in the Killing Joke. Oh. <laughs> so soon it was announced that Mark Hamill was coming back as a Joker. And you don't know what that meant. The return <laughs> of Kevin Conroy as Batman. See, it's almost like these where I talk about it never it doesn't feel like Batman the Animated Series has ever ended. Yeah. So and then they also brought back Tara Strong as Batgirl. Oh. This movie came out uh did not get the best reviews. But there's specifically one reason. Because they talk about a relation how Batman and Batgirl are in a romantic relationship where some people are just like, no, she's supposed to be with Nightwing. And, you know, I like the movie a lot. I think it's one of their best movies that they've done. And if I were making the movie, I wouldn't have done that. But you do gotta remember, that's what they had in the 60s show. So yeah. So it's not unheard of. Yeah. So I think in retrospect, if they could do it because they added a new story at the beginning because the killing joke is such a short comic. Yeah. I think if they were to do it over again, they would have done two separate movies on one disc. Oh. Yes. But I think it's still the killing joke stuff is very enjoyable and it is honestly you know, Kevin, Mark and Tara, 
no Tara, I think it's I said Tara Strong. Yeah, <clears throat> have been voicing the characters for so long, and this was one of their best performances. They really did such a great job. And did you know Mark Hamill sings as the Joker in this movie? Really? Did you want to see it real quick? Oh man, this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in the first R-rated Batman anime movie. Oh, this was R-rated? <laughs> wow quite the production the, yes. the joker rehearsed yes all that just for gordon wow that's that's dedication you gotta be lucky if you're able to just see one time of joker before <laughs> i don't think a lot of people see that yeah all right and finally the one of the newer ones was in 2018 batman gotham by gaslight a movie taking place at the end of the 19th century where batman voiced by bruce greenwood who came back um, is trying to find the true identity of Jack the Ripper. And here we see alternate versions of Robin and Catwoman, and this was a great movie. That sounds like a great concept. Yes. So, I don't think you've seen any of these movies. Uh, I, I, the most recent stretch you listed, I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, in 2008, everyone was talking about the Dark Knight. Batman was dark. Yeah. yeah. People were excited. And and on, in animation, they decided to go a different way. Batman the Brave and the Bold, in which they went back to the style of the Adam West show. Which kind of makes sense, because if certain kids were too young for the Dark Knight, they could watch Brave and the Bold. Yeah. This show, um, Batman voiced by Diedrich Bader, did such a great job of um, paying tribute to the 1960s Batman show. There are so many references you see throughout it. And uh, Diedrich Bader, I think, is one of the best Batman actors we've ever had. Oh. And later, we originally had it where he was teaming up with lesser-known characters. And then we had Superman Wonder Woman show up. And it was a very good show. And it later got one movie. Really? But how can you beat this one movie? Scooby-Doo and Batman the Brave and the Bull, <laughs> in which Scooby-Doo teams up with Batman. Now that's a crossover. Yes. I mean, there's nowhere to go after that. There's nowhere to go but down. And it is so much better than you might think. It is, oh, really? It is so good. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it makes some sense a, a little. I mean, yes. mystery. I mean, it's all there. Yes. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. And Batman the Brave and the Bold. Guys, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's so good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, in two, 
you know, people were buzzing about The Dark Knight. Yeah. Yet in 2009, there would be a new version of Batman introduced that many people would say was the definitive version as much as the 60s show or the animated series. And that was the release of Batman Arkham Asylum, the video game. Right. Now, this was interesting because this was exciting. It was written by Paul Dini, who wrote Batman the Animated Series. And what made it even more exciting? The return (laughs) of Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill as Batman and the Joker. (laughs) <laughs> and over the time we got Batman Arkham Asylum um, this uh, this is the only video Batman Arkham Asylum is the only video game I've beaten all the way through twice Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I've beaten it twice Batman Arkham City was the reason I bought PlayStation 3 <laughs> because I'm just like I need to play it and they had it where you know like the skins thing you can buy Yeah. I got the ultimate edition where they all came for free and I played it as Batman the Animated Series. Oh, I had Kevin's voice. That's awesome. And Mark as Joker, so it felt like that. <laughs> Batman Arkham Origins. Oh, and Arkham City was also written by Paul Dean. Batman Arkham Origins. Um, I played... That's the only <coughs> one I still have to be. Yeah. Um, really good. However, this one, because it was a younger Batman, um, they had Roger Craig Smith voice Batman, and he did a great job. I think he's probably my third favorite Batman voice actor behind Kevin Conroy and Bruce Greenwood. And then we had the conclusion to the series, Batman Arkham Knight. And, you know, it's very difficult to do like a series finale. And I think Batman Arkham Knight um, is, for me, the only good... Of the 2010s, the only good superhero finale we've had so far. Really? When you look at... Um, I think the way they ended Batman's story in there was perfect. Have oh. you pl- Do you know uh, how it ends? Uh, no, I didn't I didn't actually know that they uh, ended like... I didn't know that they treated Arkham Knight as like a, a finale. I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize that. I remember just being like, okay, we had Rises... It's going to suck too, isn't it? And I remember people would like live stream playing it. Yeah. So I would go to see how does it end. And I bought the novelization because I wanted oh. to know how the <laughs> Alright, first Batman ending since since Rises crapped on the whole franchise. How are they gonna end it? And they did it perfectly. Oh. I would love for Arrow to just rip this off since it's ending later yeah. this year. Just rip <laughs> off Arkham Knight. Do that. <laughs> So, yeah, for me, um, Arkham Knight is up there with um, Dark Knight Returns and Batman Beyond is, like, the perfect finale for Batman. So huh, That's great. I, what I, have you had of the Batman Arkham games? Uh, I've played a ton of uh, Arkham Asylum, and I played... I had, like, one day where I played Arkham City for, like, nine hours, and then... I, it, because it was at someone else's house, so I did I didn't own it, so I haven't played it since then. But uh, I was always itching to after that. But I've played a ton of Arkham Asylum. I can't, I probably beat it. I don't remember. But um, yeah, they're they're great. It's a great style of game too. It's just it really suits uh, Batman. They uh, they really translated Batman to a video game in the best way they could. Um, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't. Uh, follow the story in the games after that so i I had no idea that they 
like really you know wrapped it up and i i guess i didn't even know that arkham knight was the last one for now at least yeah i mean i well, guess they, they could do a like new a story finale. yeah interesting all right you know we talked about like the other iterations of batman like the animated versions, like the batman and batman the brave and the bold which are good but they weren't on the level Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. I kind of felt like one of the problems was that they were trying to be afraid of being compared and want one other way to try to be different. Yeah. However, in 2010, we had Young Justice premiere, a show about a group of teenage psychics forming their own Justice League, starring Robin, who was voiced by uh, Jesse McCartney, I think his name is, who did a great job. Superboy, um, Aqualad, Kid Flash, Artemis, and Miss Martian, and who was their main leader? Who was like their main boss? Batman, voiced by Bruce Greenwood, who came back. And for me, this is, Young Justice is the only animated show to be as good as those original shows like Batman the Animated Series and Justice League Unlimited. Really? I think, huh. yeah, they did a great job with this show. The Batman they had in there was so perfect. Every time he showed up, he stole the show. Oh, that's that's pleasant that it, uh, it took so long that they finally made something as good. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, you tune in for, like, Robin and Superboy and all the others. But when you get Batman, it's like a nice little bonus. Oh, he'll, yeah. he'll probably only show up like once, like for one or two scenes. But when he does, it's so good. Oh, it's worth <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. All right. In 2013, we had the video game Injustice Gods Among Us released. And later, Injustice 2. Now, I bought these video games. I play these video games a lot. Yeah. Um, it, and what made this also exciting was the return George Newborn as Superman, Susan Eisenberg as Wonder Woman, and that's right, you guessed it. Uh oh. The Return of Kevin oh, Conroy as oh. Batman. <laughs> so, have you played? Um, so, I'm a big fan of Injustice. I haven't played yeah. Injustice Two at all. Have you played the Injustice? Games? Uh, sort of the reverse. I've played barely any of the first Injustice, but I've played a ton of Injustice Two, and I loved it. It's one of my favorite fighting games ever actually uh i am terrible at fighting games like all like street fighter and mortal Kombat and everything i'm just awful it's like the video games i'm the worst at but for some reason uh injustice 2 uh i'm slightly better at and even though i still stink at fighting games i just love that game so much I, I played hours and hours of it um and like you know good story for uh, i don't even feel like fighting games are about story but that one had a pretty interesting story all right and now we move on to 2013 with beware the batman which many might consider the unluckiest batman of all time because this show man it had a rough history for oh. being a good show it came out Right after they canceled Young Justice. Oh. And people were just like, you're replacing Young Justice with this? <laughs> and before, when it was initially announced, they were they announced that they were going, they weren't going to have villains like the Joker. They were going to have lesser known <gasps> villains. And because it's a younger Batman, they were going to have Robin. They were going to have this side character called Katana work with him. Oh. Which is just like, what? <laughs> and then came this leak of artwork which did not help 
in which Alfred was also going out with Batman and Katana, but with a gun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you're just like, what is this? <laughs> but then the show and everyone was just like, screw this before it came out. And then people watched it and just like, oh, this is pretty good. And a lot of people were just like, no, guys, the artwork was a mistake. It wasn't supposed to come out. It was supposed to be scrapped because the original artwork got leaked online. Oh. And, <clears throat> you know, it's not Batman the Animated Series, but it's still pretty good on its own. Oh. I mean, they eventually did get around to Two-Face. And um, you could see what they were building towards. Unfortunately, they aired like eight episodes, got taken off. Oh. Air, <laughs> randomly. Oh, really? And <laughs> then they would air them at random times, like 1.30 a.m., <laughs> 2.30 a.m., and then the last, like, six... They did a marathon at 3 a.m. on Toonami, which none of it made sense, but <laughs> whatever. It's okay. still an enjoyable show for what it was. Yeah. It's just the unluckiest Batman of all time. Sounds like it. Man, he thought his parents being killed was bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, in 2014, we had the anime movie JLA Adventures Trapped in Time. I've watched it once. I don't remember much of it, but what I, watched, but what I remember was pretty good. That's good. I don't remember much of it. <laughs> oh, how... oh, Diedrich Bader was back as Batman from Brave and the Bull. Oh, okay. So that was good. It was, it felt like it, it was kind of similar in that vein. So it was a nice little, like, it's kind of a new episode of Brave yeah. and the Bull. All right, in 2014, after the success of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, DC wanted to have their own shared universe in their animated films. And what kicked off with the DC animated movie universe. In 2014, Justice League War, showing the origin of the Justice League, which is pretty good. It's not great, but it's you no, know, it's the Justice League coming together. You do the origin story and you have fun later. <laughs> and Jason O'Mara was Batman in this incarnation, and he did great, and he's done a great job voicing Batman. He's now on his sixth year voicing Batman. Wait, no, it's been. Well, I guess, yeah, if you count it, yeah. Six-year voicing Batman, and he's done a great job. And then we had Son of Batman, which was which was also pretty good. And um, introduced Damian Wayne, the new Robin, who's also Bruce Wayne, Talia al Ghul's son, into the animation. So we had that, that was pretty good. 2015, I think, has been the best year for this animated universe. With Justice League Throne of Atlantis. We had the origin story out of the way. Now we can have fun. And what were they going to do? They were going to have the Justice League meet Aquaman and tell his origin story. Oh. By far a better movie than the live action one. Oh. <laughs> Which we have not talked about the live action movie. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, we planned to. What'd you, oh. Well, I, no, I was just saying we did plan to have yes, a, a mini special have a of special. it. Now, I'll just say this for the Aquaman movie. I kind of teeter on it. Yeah. I, you know, when you look at movies like The Dark Knight, the great stuff is up here. There's only a few little things. There's only yeah. a few bad things. Civil War, great stuff is up here. There's only a few bad things. Aquaman's kind of... Uh, yeah. So, when I watched it, I'm just like, it's okay. I liked it. If I watch it again, I don't know if I will like it again, though. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of felt like they didn't have a vision, but... This movie, if you want to see a great version of Aquaman's origin story, Justice League Throne of Atlantis is the one to go see. Yeah, I'll have to check. If you, um, 
I actually did. I don't know. I guess I did quite like Aquaman. I guess um, since we didn't have a full special, we'll have the, the miniest one. Um, it's kind of like I'd put it second after Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah. I almost felt it was so jarring that this movie has no vision of what it wants to be. Sometimes Aquaman is smart. Sometimes he's an idiot. It felt yeah. more than Justice League. It felt like there were different visions for this movie. That's kind of the thing about it is that it's almost really good to me because it just feels kind of messy, but it also just has a little... It's a little more... I always use these metaphors when I'm talking about these movies, and it's a little confusing, but I want to say it's a little more colorful, and I don't mean that literally. I don't mean because the other like ones, like Zack Snyder ones, are literally dark. I mean, it feels like it has a little more personality um, in some way, but it's just kind of so bloated that it's kind of messy. But I think I, I, think I just had low expectations, and it ended up being more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. So I walked in thinking this might be my second favorite superhero movie of the year after Spider-Verse. And I walked in thinking, you know what? I like it, but I, I'm sorry. This beats Man of Steel. Is like, I think it's the worst DCEU movie. Oh, really? And uh, for some... I guess, was this, is this really the first time we've talked about it? Because, yeah. Interesting. Because for some reason I was under the impression that you, uh, uh, you, you liked it. But I don't know. I think... <laughs> It's like it's like, it very much is like, uh, yeah. Like someday, like after I watched the first, I'd be like, I liked it. No, I didn't. But I like some of it. But this part sucked. But this part was okay. Yeah. I've only watched it once. Though. Yeah, I don't totally know how to feel about it. Like I say, it's second, but I don't like any of them like that much. <laughs> so it's like not saying a lot, but there's something there good about it. I, to be honest, do not want James Wan coming back. Really? I know he will, but I just felt... I, I just, I'll just say, I like Aquaman. It's okay. Like, let me say, teeters. Yeah. But if uh, if the second one is like that, I'm just saying, this sucks. Oh, yeah. You can't do another one that messy and sloppy again. To me... To me, but maybe it's not his fault. Maybe it was the executive. That's what I was thinking. No, it's just like, be like Zach. No, be like Josh. No, be James. That's what I was thinking. It felt so weirdly transitional, and that it, uh, that I, I, I hope that they will start having a better grasp of a, a tone. I felt it had the most anticlimactic ending ever. Oh yeah, the we're fighting. Mom's back. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, um, I kind of thought some of the like, I kind of, I kind of wished it was more like there are some adventure parts, right? Like there are some parts yeah, they where travel around the world. Uh, it's also very long. Yeah, that's another problem. I, I like, I kind of want to see a superhero movie that has like those sort of adventure parts. Maybe it ne- wouldn't necessarily be Aquaman. Like, why would, why would it? Be? I mean, he's of the sea. I don't know, but um, that. Though there are those parts, I was like, "There's something here." They weren't even necessarily the best parts because some of those parts had sort of the goofiest parts too. But um, I don't know. It felt jarring how different Aquaman acts throughout the movie. Yeah, no, it felt it felt like there was the sort of like I said, adventure parts that were in very 
bright light and stuff that felt like it was a little bit more of a, a just a fun adventure movie and then it switched to these like uh darker actiony parts but anyway it's clearly a, a an odd sort of it, a lot of DC movies have obviously been messy. Even when they've turned out good, they've just been very messy. So, anyway, Justice League: Throne of the Back to Batman is a much better Aquaman origin story <laughs> than the the live action movie in a way, which isn't very different from the history. Almost all the time, the animated stuff is better. Yeah. All right, and then in 2015, we had so far the crown jewel of this animated universe: Batman versus Robin. In which they introduced the Court of Owls into animation. Storyline from 2011, which quickly became iconic Batman villains. So, as of right now, it is the crown jewel of the DC anime movie universe. Although, we'll get to it later, but it's not going to stay that way for long. And then 2016, we had Batman Bad Blood. So many when that was now so many Taylor Swift references, <laughs> but it was a movie. It's like the perfect example of how to do this. Batman is missing, and Dick Grayson has to become Batman for the movie, and then it ends. And it's like Dick Grayson doesn't want to be Batman. He has to team up with Damian Wayne as Robin, who feels like Batman is his inheritance because he's the real son or whatever. Yeah. And then we had the introduction to animation of Batwoman, and we had Batwing, who was Lucius Fox's son. And then um, later, they all have to save Bruce Wayne because he's been brainwashed. And um, there's this great moment where where Bruce Wayne is back as Batman, Dick is back as Nightwing. You have all the characters like on the roof. Yeah. And like. Um, he he's opened up the ranks to now new heroes, and you see the penguin going off like in like a car shooting at the cops, <laughs> and then like Batman nods and they all go off to fight the bad guy. Yeah, so that was great. Then we had Justice League versus Teen Titans. Um, not the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Not the best. <laughs> well, it could be worse than okay. It could be worse. In 2017, <laughs> we had Justice League Dark. One of the few times we get an R-rated anime movie. This is where Batman teams up with other characters like Swamp Thing, Zatanna, John Constantine. And, you know, some people are complaining, Why is Batman in it? He's not part of the Judges League Dark! And she's like, but that's that that's what gets other people into it. Because I like these movies, but they're not by Bruce Timm. So if Batman wasn't in it, I wasn't going to buy it. But yeah. he's in it, and he makes sense in it. It's, that's kind of the thing about Batman, is he's a character you can put in almost any situation. Yeah, that's true. So, we've had that so far. Then, in 2014, we've talked about Rises Broke Batman. And then we, we're talking about Redemption Process. We had the Dark Knight Returns, which redeemed the character in animation. But this was going to be a test of the character in live action. And what was going? What was it? What was going to be the first live-action appearance of Batman after the Dark Knight Rises? Well, in September 2013, after the premiere of Agents of Shield, it was announced that Fox was developing a show about Jim Gordon before Batman appears. Oh yeah. And then I always remember being on my iPad 
in December 2013, hearing, I believe it was TV Line reported it, Bruce Wayne will be a main character in Gotham <gasps> and will become Batman in the series finale. And I was just like, oh my god. This it's happening. Bruce Wayne show that they have been trying to do since 1999. A Smallville version of Batman is finally going to happen. And then on September 22nd, 2014, the most important television event of my life, the oh. pilot of Gotham appeared in which we had a Smallville version of Batman. And I watched that pilot three times that week. <laughs> And then, and I think, for me, it was so important. I think After Rises, which butchered the character, I think it was so important to have the next live-action Batman go the Smallville route, take away the costume and the gadgets to get down to the root and core of the character, making this um, the most accurate representation of the characters, even though they don't have the costumes since... Um, the Burton Schumacher movies. So, yeah. that was great to see. Now, you have not seen anything about Gotham. Not really. Not I've really. obviously seen some trailers on the show, yes. but not so much. So, and David Mizaz was cast, cast as Bruce Wayne. Um, he did such a great job as Bruce Wayne. He really grew into the role. He started, I think he was 13. The show ended when he was 18. And I can say, I think he's the fourth best Batman actor we've ever had. And that's saying something because yes, we've had a lot. We've had a lot. <laughs> and then who was cast as Gordon? Ben McKenzie, who also voiced Batman in Batman Year One. Oh. So he came back and he did a great job as Gordon. And we finally got a live action Harvey Bullock. So <laughs> that was great to see. And we had Gotham. And it was great. We'll talk about the finale later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 2015, we had Batman Unlimited directed video movies. They had a toy line called Batman Unlimited. And they made some animated movies based on the toy line. We had Roger Craig Smith, who voiced the character in Arkham um, Origins back, voicing Batman, did a great job. Will Friedle, who was Batman Beyond, was Nightwing in these movies. Um, and we had Batman Unlimited, Animal Instincts, Batman Unlimited, Monster Mayhem, which I think is the best one. It had Troy Baker return as the Joker. And Batman Unlimited, Mechs vs. Mutants. Now, they're not the best Batman anime movies, but they're enjoyable. You pop them in, you're just like, this is pretty good. <laughs> well, that, that I mean, that's saying something. If this many <laughs> things have... We've yeah. listed this many, and so many of them have been... It's good. It's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> not everything can be yeah. Batman the anime series. Yeah, and that's fine. Yes. Well, as the Marvel Cinematic Universe continued to grow, to grow DC won their own. 2013, they launched it with Man of Steel to mixed results. And then in 2016, we had the unveiling of what Ben Affleck's Batman would be in the DC Extended Universe. And that was in 2013. Everyone was against it. Even I was against it. Tear Devil, are you serious? <laughs> and then he turned out to be one of the best Batman actors we've ever had. In my opinion, the third best Batman actor we've ever had. And we have Batman v Superman, Dawn Justice, Suicide Squad, and Justice League. Batman v Superman, Dawn Justice. Um, the Batman stuff is great. The Batman Superman team up in like the last 40 minutes is really good. Superman stuff, 
sucks. <laughs> uh, Suicide Squad. I don't remember a lot about Suicide Squad, which is weird because I watch it, you know, pretty often. But the Batman stuff is what um, <laughs> stands all that out to me. Yes, that's all that matters. That is the reason I went to go see this was Ben Affleck's Batman, and I gotta say, I think that Suicide Squad might be his best um, performance as Batman. Because they didn't digitally alter his voice as much. Right. And I really liked the version that they had in Justice League because while um, Batman vs. Superman was the Dark Knight Returns version, this was the first time since the Burton movies that we had classic Batman. This was a Batman who knew what he was doing, who was confident. It wasn't the young Batman from the Nolan movies. It wasn't that piece of garbage we got in Rises. <laughs> it wasn't... Um, Dark Knight Returns it was this, the classic Batman, and it was something I had missed seeing for such a long time. So, what are your thoughts on the DCEU Batman stuff? The DCEU, as we talked about in our, our Aqu- mini Aquaman review, it just seems so messy that there's so many really weird parts, but then there's so many really good parts. And to me, most of those really <laughs> good parts are because of his performance as Batman. Where in all of the 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 all of the uh, parts he's in in all the movies, when it gets to when it gets to a Batman part, it's just like I wish this was just a whole movie. I know I want- <laughs> we thought we were gonna get a whole movie, but yeah. then lies. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, I like like you said the uh, Batman versus Superman. It's like half an awesome Batman movie (laughs) and half like, what is this? (laughs) And uh, then, uh, I mean, in Justice League, I definitely wish there was more of just Batman stuff, but that one scene near the beginning was amazing. Um, Let's see. Um, Yeah, Suicide Squad, to me, was good for the two minutes, the whole two minutes. (laughs) Um, And, uh, yeah, it's... uh, as far as Batman goes, um, I wish that it would be in movies I liked a little more, but I can at least say that it was the best part of the movies he was in. Um, I'm hoping that they, and they obviously they are, luckily working on focusing on, we'll get on. on just Batman, but yeah. I'm not going to go into that yet. Uh, you know what? I always <laughs> wonder a little bit. Are we too quiet, just to be sure? Uh, I th- I think it's picking us up enough. Okay. I can turn this up a little. I just wanted to make sure. I think we're good. Okay. I always wonder this. I always wonder because you know we have the DC shared universe, or we had in the in the movies, but we also had a better one on television with Arrow, Flash, Supergirl. Yeah. I kind of wonder, and I don't know what it would be if we didn't have the stuff on the U- the CW universe. I don't know if I would like the DCEU more or less. Hmm. Knowing that I have a better one on TV, I don't know if I would like it more or less. Like, it being the only one might make you judge it harshly. I could see that. Um, That's how I imagine. uh, I don't don't know. Like, uh, although uh, it might make it easier to just write off had one been really bad. I don't know. Uh, but we do have both. <laughs> yes. So. All right. In 2016, we had Batman: The Telltale Series video game. Oh yeah. This was a game I played. I really liked it. Um, Troy Baker, who was Joker, played voices Batman here. And I thought 
you know, it's a very... I haven't gone all the way through. I think it's a very good story. And I think one of the things I... One of the problems I had with Dark Knight, as much as I like that movie, one of the things I think they did a terrible job with was the relationship between Bruce Wayne and Harvey Dent, where, you know, Harvey Dent was one of the few true friends Batman had besides Gordon. And that's part of the tragedy of Two-Face is that, you know, he went to the dark side. And there's even this... If you want to see the, a perfect origin of Two-Face, the two-part episode from Batman the Animated Series just does a great job. And the ending will get you. You're just like, oh, man. Like, there's a... Like, Batman flips the coin for Harvey, like, to- hoping him good luck. Oh. Huh. And um, Kevin Conroy such a great performance in there. <laughs> and but I I don't like how the only relationship Bruce and Harvey have is we're going to fight over Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. So I I haven't gone all the way through, but I think it does a very good job. Catwoman is very good in it. Again, I did not like Catwoman in The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. I thought she was kind of just there and just Honestly, really had no business being there, but <laughs> like she doesn't really add much to the story. They completely butcher the Batman Catwoman relationship, but the Telltale series they did a good job. So, have you played the Telltale series? Uh, I haven't. I've played like some of those games. I think the episodic storytelling in a video game is pretty cool, uh, but I never got around to that one. All right, 2016 was very exciting because it was the 50th anniversary of the Adam West Batman show. And to celebrate, Warner Brothers released um, Batman Return of the Cape Crusader, the animated movie, bringing back Adam West as Batman. Burt Ward's Robin and Julie Newmar's Catwoman. This was such a great return. And they even have it. They It shows why this Batman is so special because something happens to him to make him a darker Batman. It just shows what makes that 60s Batman so, so special and... They announced a sequel soon afterwards. Where there's, I love the '60s Batman show, but there was only this one problem I had. Yeah. No Two Face, none. Yeah. But in 2017, it is going to be fixed because we were going to have Batman versus Two Face with William Shatner voicing Two Face, <laughs> and it became bittersweet because it was going to be the final time we had Adam West voice Batman, and they also brought back all the other villains like Joker, Catwoman, yeah. Riddler, Penguin. It was a nice cap to the 50-year era yeah. of that Batman. And am I correct in saying we are now up to when this podcast existed? Almost. almost? Okay. We got one more year, thing. I heard the year 2017. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> All right. In 2016, you know, everyone was talking about the Justice League movie. Is it going to be good or is it going to suck? Who's going to direct this thing? <laughs> but uh, we still Cartoon, don't know. We still don't know. <laughs> Cartoon Network. <clears throat> premiere Justice League Action, a brand new Justice League show um, that was lighter in tone. My one problem with it was it was only 11 minutes instead of 22, but whatever. <laughs> Still a very fun show, but there was one thing that adds to the hype. Ooh. And it was announced, now mostly it was a pretty new cast, but they announced the return of 
Oh. Of Kevin Conroy oh. as Batman <laughs> and Mark Hamill as the Joker. And for the first time in 10 years, we had Kevin Conroy, Batman, appearing in a weekly show. Oh, wow. So that was very exciting. And he, he does such a great job in those shows. Even like when his Batman is super serious, when they give him a joke, even when he has to deliver it so serious and just piss all the time, he does such a good job. <laughs> so Justice League action. I'm assuming you haven't seen it. No, I don't know if I even knew about it. <laughs> no, I, I have both DVDs. I'm on the Volume 2 DVD. I still have some new episodes to get to, so I still got some new Kevin Conroy Batman to get through. But And they have Mark Hamill's a joke, and it's just, it, it's great. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. And 2018... Warner Brothers announced something different that they were going to do, where they were going to have um, Batman turn into an anime in Batman Ninja. Except, um, unlike Batman Gotham Gotham Knight, the whole thing was going to be done, I believe, in Japan to introduce Batman to like a Japanese audience. Oh. And they released Batman Ninja with Roger Craig Smith coming back to voice Batman, who always does a great job. And Batman Ninja came out... And it's not very good. <laughs> I would say it's the second worst Batman movie of all oh. time. I said before there's only two things yeah. on this list I don't like, and this is one of them. I was wondering what the other one was. I'll just say, the first third is really good. <laughs> the second third, you're just like, okay. The last third, you're just like, oh my god, what happened to this? <laughs> oh. So, I, I own it. I'll probably rewatch it again just for that first third, but yeah. and it randomly switches animation styles for like 15 minutes in the middle. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> it's like it's CGI the whole time, and then it switches to this hand drawn but just still picture thing. Oh, it's very random. It's not very good. Oh, <laughs> it's not a very good thing in general. <laughs> but Batman Ninja, <laughs> if you. I don't know if people drink or do drugs, but if you want to pop in Batman Ninja, no. you'll feel like you're high as a kite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last thing for before we get to the 80th anniversary, Titans Season 1. Titans. We talked about Titans. I've seen four episodes of Titans, and it's not great, but it's pretty good. Huh. Um, better than I thought it would be. The Season 1 finale features Batman. That's right. Now, it's not full Batman. It's a stunt guy in the bat suit. Right. <laughs> but still, um, I ha that's an episode I haven't seen yet. I've only seen the first four episodes. I'm going to try and pick up the DVD later because it came out. Oh. On DVD, I was just going to buy it on iTunes, but I just like, I'll just get the DVD. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get the other shows that aren't coming out, like Young Justice yeah. on iTunes. I haven't seen it, so I can't really comment on it. <laughs> I'll just say Young Justice, I mean, uh, Titans is better than I thought it would be. It's not Young Justice, but it's enjoyable for what it is. It's not Arrow or Flash, yeah. but it's still enjoyable. <laughs> okay. All right, now we come to what's what's Warner Bros. doing for Batman's 80th anniversary? Not everything turns 80, so... The big milestone. Good question. What are they going to do? Well, let's talk about what they've done so far this year. Because they've done a great job. And I'm very proud of them. <laughs> you, did you hear that, guys? Did you hear that, WB? Did you We're hear that, guys? You. We're proud of you. <laughs> Good job. All right. At the beginning of the year, 
Following its cancellation in 2013, Young Justice returned on the DC streaming service with brand new episodes, including the return of Bruce Greenwood's Batman. That's right. Wow. I, I feel like I'm in like like I'm going fast through time, and I'm like live experiencing the excitement <laughs> that other people yes. felt when they heard that news live. Yes, it's very exciting. Um, I've only seen the first, I think, four episodes so far, and Batman was in the season premiere, and once again, he stole the show. Mm. Yes, so Young Justice guys, it's back, and yeah, we can all something we can all celebrate. All right, in the DC animated movie universe, they had the death of Superman last year, and earlier they had the Reign of Superman animated movie, which features Batman. So, very cool. Um, it shows, you know, another thing, you can just pop Batman in a team, and he still works as a great character. We had Jason O'Mara give another great performance as Batman. Jerry O'Connell was Superman, and... There was a fan casting I sit on here I wanted to have happen. I said, it may sound a little crazy, but I want it to happen. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I remember. Because we, we are in where it, the sh this podcast existed. Yes. Do we you remember what it was? Stuff. You wanted uh, Kevin Conroy. No. Wait. What? There was a fan casting for Lex Luthor I wanted. Oh. Am I thinking of a different thing you said? Because yeah. Because I, I, I felt so right. Yes. Um, a casting of Lex Luthor. Yeah. I don't know. I <laughs> said, you know what? When you look at Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg was terrible. But you know, it's crazy. But you know who I think would be a good Lex Luthor? Rain Wilson. Oh, right. <laughs> and he voiced this. Lex Luthor in these two movies, and he's great. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to go to YouTube, type in Death of Superman Luthor, you can hear him voice I Lex. totally remember you saying, like, I could see Rain Wilson as Lex Luthor, and I was like, oh, I can see that. And I had no idea that it would ever actually happen. Um, anything in... Sure, I... try that. Okay. Okay, you want to fast forward a little bit? You'll because he's on top of a building and Superman will fly down. Oh, there we go. Lose something, Lex? I'm sorry. What are we blaming me for now, Superman? Those weapons this morning. They're based on alien technology, but clearly modified for intergang here on Earth. Ooh, that sounds scary. But as you can see, I spend my days under house arrest, wearing this crude leash. I've added a little dash of kryptonite green. Don't worry, it's not real. Oh, come on. Intergang has connections all over the planet. It could be anyone. We'll get to the bottom of it, Lex. And when we do, I'll be back. You know something I don't know? Only that this city's never going to love you just for hating me. False. Go. <laughs> False. They, I, they will. <laughs> yes. Wouldn't that have been awesome if Jim was <laughs> yeah. Superman? Yeah. 
Yeah, you can do it. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Detective Comics released a very special issue this year. Detective Comics issue 1000. That's wow. right. Only other comics to get 1000 issues, at least numbered, is Action Comics. And they yeah. had a big celebration issue with so many great um, writers coming back, writers and artists coming back. I think the ones that stick out the most to me were Paul Dini did a great one. Kevin Smith did a great one. Um, There's this one where everyone, all of the Bat family, like Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl, Alfred, Batman calls them all to a building, and um, they're all wondering what did they do (laughs) to get, and it turns out just Batman wants like a family picture of all of them. (laughs) And it was just great. The cover was drawn by Jim Lee. There was no other choice of who it could be. Yeah. It was just... Per- it's it's a great issue. Have you read Detective 1000? No, I haven't, no. unfortunately. No. It, it's, <laughs> I, I remember when the cover was announced, and I thought that was a really awesome cover. Um, but I never read it. I've never read a Detective Comics, period. <laughs> so. Well, <laughs> got a thousand issues you can get through yeah, that. Yeah, you know? I think uh, what I, I'm going to choose whether to go uh, starting the animated series or Detective Comics. <laughs> uh, only a thousand to go. Yes. Well, you can skip the first 26 because Batman's not in it. Oh, yeah, that's worthless. Yes. <laughs> All right. This was exciting because we talked about how great Batman the animated series was. Mm-hmm. How great Justice League was. That whole universe. And this year it came back. With Justice League versus the Fatal Five. We had the old character designs. References to the show. And we had the return of George Newbern, Kevin Conroy, and Susan Eisenberg as the Holy Trinity. So, for Batman's 80th, we got a new episode of Batman the Animated Series. Wow. Yes. Yeah, again, I just I'm feeling all the I'm I'm feeling it vicariously through this uh expose of the last eighty years. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. This was very exciting because I didn't think we would get this. Because already having it start was it took forever. I didn't think it would ever happen. But we got the series finale of Gotham. Now some people would just be like, Why are you celebrating this ending? Because we were going to get the payoff, mm-hmm. and they saved the best for last. Now, you you don't really look into it that much, but did you know when like it was announced Bruce Wayne was going to be in God? Did you know that was like a big deal about how there how much WWE does not want Batman on television to have them give into this? I remembered when I hearing about Gotham, like fully not expecting that Batman would be in it. Uh, and being surprised that he was, but that's about the extent of the thoughts I had about it at the time. Um, So, yeah, not really. So, I didn't think we would get a series finale because it wasn't guaranteed, like, if it was on the CW. It was on Fox. Yeah. But it was renewed for fifth and final season, and we got it. Yep. And we got got the series finale... You know, I was very happy with what we got. Yeah. So, do you remember how this? You remember how the Smallville finale ended? Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember. So, that. did you want to go on YouTube? They kind of do the same thing, except a lot of like just like the Bruce Wayne, 
basically Batman is Batman the whole time in the finale. Oh. But um, it's mostly you see him through like the villain's point of view. So, did you want to type in Gotham finale Joker? You can see a really messed up looking Joker. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. All right, here we yeah. go. Yeah. So, and one thing I really liked about this Joker was it got back to him being the showman instead of just a crazy yeah, guy. Yeah, that's cool. I think you can fast forward a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you can... Okay, you can go back a little bit. We'll start where he talks about how don't call in um, Jeremiah anymore. Here? Yeah. Oh, we can rewind a little bit. He's unhappy because someone he considered a brother left Gotham. Okay. Which was Bruce. Yeah. Because he left, you know, to train and now he's back. Yeah. And then he just abandoned us. Do you know how it feels to have the one, the only thing you love, ripped away from him? Feels like this. And there's a reference to the end of Batman Year One where Batman saves. Gordon's son. So oh. he saves the future Batgirl. Oh, yeah. Who's there? What do you want? Show yourself. Show yourself. Sounds like a lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> No, Penguin had my favorite line of the finale. Did you want to search that real quick? Uh, search Gotham finale, Penguin, and Riddler. Uh, all right, here we go. This one? Yeah. I you fast forward a little bit. It's where they're like in a police van. Oh, go back a little bit. Start right there. Talks about mine. That's what he said. I was there, Oswald. I did not spend ten years in black gates to give my city to a man dressed like a bat. <laughs> All right, so as you can see, kind of like Smallville, they show flashes of Batman. Yeah. But did you want to see the final scene? Did they do the payoff? Okay. Show the final final scene. Oh, uh, just search Gotham finale, cause right. I don't know if it does on. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I got rid of I got rid of the Gotham part. Okay. Uh, type go right there. Here. Yeah, because that one doesn't have the crappy whatever. Yeah. At the end of the video, it doesn't show the recommended crap. Okay. Saves you, and 
And I think this did fix one of my biggest problems rises about how Gordon was so shocked that Bruce was Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I think it like kind of hints that he knows. Yeah. You can fast forward a little bit. If you wanted to, if you wanted to hear what Batman sounded like, you can go back a little bit because he talks a little bit to Catwoman, like right around there. Okay. They like, it was the kid from Gotham, but they deepened his voice a little bit. Okay. And it sounds really good. Like that, the no enemies. Oh. I don't know. I'll never leave Gotham again. Return the diamond. So here comes the final scene. Like how? Smallville, we had the big reveal with the shirt rip. Yeah. Oh, we already saw that part. You can fast forward. All right, right there. Penguin got fat! <laughs> and Riddler fully became the Riddler. Yeah. And they referenced the first time Bruce and Gordon meet. Yeah. After his parents' murder. He saved him. <laughs> Who is he? Friend. It's Batman. What? <laughs> He's all grown up! <laughs> oh my gosh. Directed by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> I did not expect that. And there's that moment, does it have to end now though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I cannot believe we actually got the payoff. <laughs> oh yeah. Never thought you'd see the suit. No. So, one week after the Gotham finale, we had the original four Batman movies return to theaters. And I finally was able to undo one of life's most cruel jokes. Yeah. I was negative four when the first Batman came out. Yeah. And I was two when Batman Forever came out. And I was finally able to see him on the big screen. 
and it was a great experience. It sounds like it would be. <laughs> yes, it was. They they had remastered them oh, to yeah. like 4K recently, so they looked so good. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, finally got to see my two favorite Batman actors on the big screen, Keaton and Kilmer. Yeah. So finally got to see Robin on the big screen. Woo. So yes, that was very exciting. It would have been nice to have a new Batman movie in theaters, but at least this way I didn't have to worry about spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. And here's one we can talk about. <laughs> it was announced that Robert Pattinson will replace Ben Affleck in um, Matt Reeves' upcoming film, The Batman, which I think we can safely say is a reboot at this point. Yeah, I think so. Yes. So, Robert Pattinson, I've not seen him in anything. I unfortunately saw the last Twilight movie, and that was terrible. But everything about that movie sucks. So <laughs> <laughs> I learned my lesson with Ben Affleck after Daredevil of, you know what? It's been a while. Let's give him a chance. I do know that he's been in other movies, and he's gotten great reviews for his performance. So, And also, there was outrage at first. And following Michael Keaton, Heath Ledger, and Ben Affleck, if people are outraged at first, it means we're on to something special. Yeah. So, um, look, I, I think there's only one reason to be disappointed about this. And I'm disappointed, too. We have been promised a Ben Affleck solo Batman movie. Yeah. But, unfortunately, it's not going to happen. But, you know, I think I have faith in this casting. Um... I think he looks like Bruce Wayne. I think he can do a good job. And here's the thing. We won't even know what he can bring to the role until we actually see like a trailer or something. Yeah. And I think it almost helps with um, the casting of Batman. If you're just like, he can't be Batman, Doesn't that helps with him with his secret identity. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, look, I wanted Ben Affleck to be Batman in a solo movie, but I trust... The casting, um, especially, it's it seems like a good sign. People are outraged at first. <laughs> it's going to be good. And look, people are just like, um, Robert Pence is going to ruin it. Which <laughs> we heard that like five years ago with yeah. Ben Affleck. Let me just say, The Dark Knight is considered one of the greats. And Christian Bale is horrible in that movie. <laughs> I'll just say this. If we can survive Christian Bale, we can survive anything. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. thoughts on the Robert Pattinson casting? It's funny. It's funny that a lot of people had such a gut reaction to not like it because honestly, the first second I heard this news, it almost was like how like how when you said like, couldn't you see Rain Wilson as Lex Luthor? And I was like, <laughs> oh. Like, I just felt like I had a vision where I was like, that makes so much sense, and I can't logically explain why. I kind of felt the same way with this, where I was just like, if you would have asked me who should play Batman, I never would have thought of him. And yet, somehow, I immediately think it just makes sense, and I can't explain it. Maybe it is because I can see him as, like, a younger-looking Bruce Wayne. Uh, like, it just makes sense for some reason I can't explain, and... um. Yeah, I think that the gut reaction people have, just because he's in a movie that a lot of people don't like, is not really a good reason. Uh, because I think he obviously has some other roles and is a perfectly capable actor. And uh, I think 
I'm excited to see what he brings to it, like you said, because I think that this reaction could also be that he could bring something very new to it that we haven't seen before, and that could be a very good thing. We'll have to wait and see, though. Yeah. So, two questions for this. One, um, do, do you think this officially means a reboot and it's not a prequel or anything? And two, I hate to have to ask this all the time, is this movie actually going to happen? <laughs> I will say, I think it's a reboot. I still don't think it will happen. Until they start filming, I don't think it's going to happen. They yeah. talked about they're going to start filming at the end of the year. They're going to start filming at the beginning. Now it's just like they still yeah. don't have a finished script. <laughs> oh, right. They, you know, I was... I do think that it's probably a reboot at this point. Um, but that fact that it seems like they're like I would be more likely to think that they're going in that direction makes me it made me more inclined to think that it is going to happen but you do say there's still not a script so yeah. that's iffy <laughs> I think that it could happen I'm probably not as unconfident as you but I'm I could go either way on whether it's ever actually <laughs> going to happen all right but we did have a new anime batman movie come out recently oh really um I wanted to watch it, but I wasn't able to before. No. It's Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, I think I have seen it. It is such a random idea. I have not seen it, but I've heard very good things about oh. it. Troy Baker is back as voicing Batman, and I don't know. I think I, I trust this Warner Brothers animation team. I think Sam Register, who's been the head of it for... Yeah, uh, the 2010s most. It feels like I think that it feels like Jim McCurdy was the 90s. Uh, Sanders Schwartz was the 2000s. Sam Register's 2010s. He's done a great job. Yeah, with um, Warner Brothers Animation, and I I just I have faith in them. I yeah, and I've heard such good things like this movie should not work, but it does. <laughs> hey, you just said you said earlier that the Batman Scooby-Doo worked. So yes. I, yeah. You know, this makes sense, too. That one was mystery. This one's vaguely New York kind of looking places. I don't yes. know. They, there's a connection there. All right. Now, in July, <coughs> we'll have a new Batman anime movie. And it's one we should all get excited about, Batman Hush. Ah, That's yes. right. One of the best Batman storylines of all time is going to be put into an animated film. Now, it's not the film when we first talked about it. It's not the film I thought it was going to be. Right. I thought it was going to be produced by Bruce Timm and have Kevin Conroy. Instead, it's set in this um, new universe that started Justice League War. And it's produced by James Tucker and stars Jason O'Mara. Jason O'Mara, who's done a very good job voicing Batman. James Tucker, a little hit and miss. But with the Batman stuff, he's done a great job so far. And they've released a trailer. And even though it's not the movie I was hoping for, it looks like a sign we should all be excited. Did you want to see the trailer okay. for Batman Hush? This will be a good... Uh way to bring me fully up to date uh i almost searched gotham man hush trailer let's see yeah, um, that first one sounds good cool animation already 
Wrong movie. <laughs> yeah. <it's>, uh, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> They know we've been wanting this story. <laughs> like this yeah. Year. It's the only thing you'll catch tonight. Is Batman your new boy toy? Oh, Superman. What? None of this is my fault. He made me control Superman. What's his name? He calls himself Hush. Events of the past months reach as high as Superman and as low as the Joker. All were set into motion by Hush. <laughs> Is it too much to ask for one quiet weekend? <laughs> it's like they're all crawling out from under the carpets now. Uh, Hush knows me. One step ahead of me the whole time. Tick tock, trails going home. This just gets better and better. Hush, Batman. Hush. Wow. Um. So one of the most beloved Batman. Storylines being put into an movie. It looks like they've done a great job. Who is Hush? I know who Hush is because it came out 14 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. But yeah, I think it looks great. So thoughts on it, it looks Batman very, Hush? It looks very classic. It looks very, yeah. uh, very classic Batman elements. Like it's you know, there's it, a lot for like an 80th celebration. Yeah, I, that looks like it's going to be hard to mess up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also in October, Batman may not be returning to the big screen, but young Bruce Wayne is. Oh. That's right. We got the Joker movie, Walking Phoenix, yeah. which features young Bruce Wayne. And, um, you know, I was kind of just like, why are we getting a Joker movie before the Batman? Matt? Yeah. Matt Reeves? What's going on, <laughs> Matt? Um, in the time that you've been announced as the director, they put this thing together. <laughs> but... You know, I'm looking forward to it. The fact that they have young Bruce Wayne in there means I, I'm, I'll buy the Blu-ray because it, Batman's in there. Yeah. Although not yet, because I think it ends with Joker killing Batman's parents, and then it the final, as we see the Joker do all these bad things, it ends with the birth of the one who's going to stop him. Oh yeah. So I have two questions. That, well, three questions to ask you. Okay. One, what are your thoughts on this upcoming Joker movie? Two, do you think they'll pull a Batman 89 and have Joker kill his parents? And three, possibilities of at least a, a silhouette of Batman. Uh, hmm. Uh, I think... Oh, well, okay, so my thoughts of the Joker movie in general, I think for a long time when it was now announced, like, I wasn't really excited. Like, I... I didn't think it was going to be bad, but I just wasn't that excited. It really wasn't until we saw the trailer in one of the last episodes where I was like, this could be good. This could be good. So I think it, I'm at least now, I, I want to see it. Uh, I, I plan on seeing it now because I'm pretty interested now. Um, uh, I think we could, as far as seeing the suit, I think that we could, I could see maybe a, 
maybe a post credits kind of thing. Would I could you, see. Do you think they do that for a one off movie though? Mm. Right, because they probably want a post credits thing to be yeah related to the. It'd be a it'd be a good post credits if it wasn't like a if they weren't trying to do a cinematic universe kind yeah. of thing. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, they would have to f- flash forward, wouldn't they? So I guess yeah. I would think maybe. Oh, maybe not. oh, here's another question to ask. In the Killing Joke, jo- well, maybe you could um, go to YouTube. You let's hear it done by Mark Hamill. Okay. <laughs> Type in Batman Killing Joke um, m- memories. Yeah, right this. there. Yeah. Oh no, never mind. That was the oh, wrong. We want the other one. This or yeah, the one bad day. Let me ask you something. What does it matter if you send me back to the asylum if it doesn't matter to me? I've proven my point. Gordon's been driven mad. I've demonstrated there's no difference between me and everyone else. All it takes is one bad day. That's how far the world is from where I am. Just one bad day. You had a bad day once, am I right? Oh, I know I am. I can tell. You had a bad day and everything changed. Dressing up like a flying rat doesn't hide it, it screams it. You had a bad day and it drove you as crazy as everybody else only you won't admit it. You have to keep pretending that it makes sense that there's some point to all this struggling. You make me want to kill you. I hope I remembered the right part. <laughs> yeah. It's a cool monologue regardless. Yeah. by the mob, maybe. Brother carved up by some mugger. Something like that, I know. Because something like that happened to me. Okay, here we go. Sometimes I remember it one way, sometimes another. If I'm going to have a past, I prefer it to be multiple choice. So there we go. Okay. I see what you're saying. I went crazy. And I'm smart enough to admit it. So. Is. Do you think, besides um, those three things, number four, because I think we will, I think we'll find out this is just one of the Joker's lives that he remembers. And wow. you'll leave the movie wondering. Was that real, or is that just him making it up? That's really cool. I didn't know that that was something that was in the cards to see. And this movie takes a lot of inspiration from that storyline, The Killing Joke. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, in that case, that's pretty It's pretty clever, and it makes the justification for a movie like this even better. Um, in which case... Yeah, I think we could see some interesting stuff we don't expect then. Um, as far as that playing into seeing... 
Were, were we talking about how they're we talking about seeing like a Batman fast forward? What yeah. if that's part of it made up? Like right, that history he made he talked about is made up, and he's younger than what he's talking about. Right. Um. Yeah, that would probably be that would be a very different movie than going into expect, but it wouldn't be the first time trailers did that. Um. Then yeah, if if we see a uh, silhouette of Batman. That would be the one, the way that makes the most sense. Then, if it's taken from the Killing Joke, um, yeah. Uh, I don't know, uh, because you're right. It, it uh, post credits or something doesn't make sense. I wouldn't see any other way to do a flash forward. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last, the other one. Will Joker kill Batman's parents? Because I think he All will. Right. Um. Yeah, you know, for it being a solo movie, I I think so. I don't necessarily love, like, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know how I feel about that idea, but I think it's totally possible. I think it's I mean, totally you gotta remember, we're not seeing these versions after this movie. That's exa- exactly why I was thinking, like, if they were gonna do that, it would be in a version like this, um... I actually do think that's likely. Here's a... I'll throw a little curveball. <coughs> they say this is an Elseworlds movie. Really? Okay. Because it, it's Elseworlds because it's not connected to the DCEU. Yeah. At all. What are the chances they go full Elseworlds? And it's not Bruce's parents that are shot, but it's him. To fully show this is full Elseworlds. <laughs> oh, wow. Do you think they be... would do that? I don't want them to. That's the twist. Wow. <laughs> That's a twist. I don't think so, but <laughs> that would be amazing. Although, what if they did do that, and it's one of his past lives, and he's telling Batman that story? One of Batman's past lives? No, Joker. That's oh, one of his gotcha. fake memories. I, I gotcha. It would be. Yeah, I gotcha. Um... That would be, that'd be, that would be, it's such a double twist. Like, <laughs> Joker not killing his parents, but killing Batman, and he's telling Batman. But he doesn't know Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, that's, that's a, um, with it being Elseworlds, it could really be <laughs> anything. So, we could spitball anything, but, um, I think it's, I think it's more likely kills his parents i think but. if he, yeah, he kills the yeah. parents all right i think we only have two other things on here uh oh we're going to get on this dc universe a new animated series about harley quinn that's right oh yeah now it's a little frustrating i didn't want to bring up these two things it is a little frustrating in live action to where they're having this birds of prey movie and this Batwoman TV show to where they're setting Gotham City, but Batman left. <laughs> I thought we'd gotten past this Nolan crap. But this animated version is Harley Quinn in Gotham, and Diedrich Bader is reprising his role as Batman oh. for the show. So it's going to be Harley Quinn. I can see, I think he'll pop up every few episodes and be the quote-unquote villain of the show. Right. So yeah, Harley Quinn. That's interesting. It's I guess it was only it was only a matter of time since Harley Quinn's such a popular character. 
Yes. Um, that it was only a matter of time before it got her own show. All right, and finally, our final bit of news. We have Titan Season 2 coming. Oh, it got a second season. It has gotten a second season, and it's been announced. Even though he appeared played by a stuntman, Ian Glenn will appear as Bruce Wayne in the show. Wow. After all these years, we're finally going to see in live action Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson together again. Oh, wow. That has been a long time, I presume. <laughs> yes, since 1997. Yeah, that'll be it. Um... Closest thing we had was um, Ben Affleck's Batman staring at Jason Todd's Robin oh, yeah. suit. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, still big stuff coming up in the post-80-year uh, yeah. Batman. So, for this, Ian Glenn will appear on Titans. Number, a few things to ask. One, will he, will he actually suit up as Batman? And two... Do you think that having him appear on Titans will allow them to at least bring him into the CW universe, especially with Arrow's final season? So I'll just say first, one... Oh, and another thing. Does this make you think help or hurt the chances you think a Matt Reeves Batman movie actually happened. Oh, right. <laughs> one, um, I don't think he'll sue up as Batman. I think Warner Bros. would be like, that's too far. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I I don't think he will, I, but I do think that they should let... If they're letting him appear on Titans, I get how, because Robin's in it, that makes it a little easier yeah. for them to do. But I do think... For all the CW universe has done for DC while the movies have turned people off, I think, especially with Arrow's final season, um, with um, Green Arrow's final appearance in the universe, for now, (laughs) Um, (laughs) because he said, like, even though I'm gone, I won't be gone. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, I, I think he should appear in the CW universe, but I don't think they'll let him. And I gotta be honest, having them be like, okay, just put Bruce Wayne in Titans, even for like, I don't know, they said it's recurring, I'm expecting maybe a two-part guest thing, I kind of think this is just like, man, this Batman thing is farther behind than we think, (laughs) so what are your thoughts on those three things? Um, I always see him in the suit, will they... And should they allow him in the CW universe just for a guest star for since Arrow's yeah. ending and the Matt Reeves movie? I think it all depends on the <laughs> Matt Reeves movie, really, because if they're serious about getting this thing actually made and if it's ever going to happen, then I could see them being a little more hesitant, like, I don't know, we shouldn't uh, have him in, all fully in the suit and allow too much to the shows when we want to bring him back to the big screen soon. But uh, with this thing in a seemingly in a limbo still, I think it's much more likely that we will see both of those things. I would maybe agree that maybe more likely the second one rather than him. He might just be, you know, Bruce Wayne and uh, Titans. Uh, although, I mean, we did we did see the, the Batman the stuntman batman in the suit right so i don't necessarily see why we wouldn't see him at least a little in season two uh but so yeah i think uh a little bit maybe in season two 
Um, yeah, it would open up opportunities for uh, CW um, appearance, but uh, yeah, it has to be, like it goes back to whether they're uh, if they would want to hold that back due to this Matt Reeves movie coming out. I don't know. Does this hurt or help you think the does this show does this show progress on the Matt Reeves movie ever happening or no? Or they just they're just slaying in there? Or is this show it's far behind them we all think? Hmm. I think it's not a great sign with the <laughs> show because they're just kinda like, Oh put Batman in on T V. We're we're not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we come to these last two questions. Yeah. And, you know, Batman's been around for eight years, so I thought we asked, what makes it so that Batman's a character that's around for eight years? Oh, or if we wanted to make this very 1995, why is Batman forever? Because <laughs> that was the name of the HBO special about the movie. Oh, was it? All right. So I'll just say, for me, I think Batman is the perfect combination of so many things. I think he has a great origin story. I think the fact that he's a human character that you can relate to. I think he's got such a cool costume design. I think that the toys and the cars are something that like audiences get really excited about. I think that another thing is he's the good guy that acts like the bad guy. Yeah. He's got a great supporting cast when you look at Robin, Alfred, and Gordon. He's got a great rogues gallery. And there's so much you can do with this character. You can do the Adam West Batman... And you can do Tim Burton's Batman, and they may seem like two different sides, um, two different things, but they still are true to the character, showing you can take this character in multiple directions, yeah. and besides, like, Rises, still stay true to who that character is. Yeah. Um, and th- this is something I actually prepared for, so I just... Yes. But, um, <laughs> Actually, to go a little off of what you said, um, I think you have a, a really good point with design and aesthetic has a, have a huge uh, are a huge deal with how long lived things are. Definitely, like a lot of superheroes, people always imagine like, oh, if Aquaman was brought to screen, it would be lame because <laughs> look, Aquaman he wears little swim trunks and stuff like people, orange shirts. People have that attitude <laughs> with Green a lot boots. of. I think the the design of Batman is very timeless in a way, and you really only need to make minor adjustments. It's kind of the same. It, you don't need to make huge adjustments. So there is something there. Public perception of uh, the design and aesthetic definitely helps uh, its long life. Um, but yeah, I think Batman tells stories that can be told in any time period. Gotham is fictionalized enough to exist in other times, but real enough to feel like it's just another part of, uh, our world. There's also a huge selection of villains that can be relevant to different times. Uh, and there's the use of gear, uh, and tech that always has, a this partial, I don't know if I want to say sci-fi element, but there's like an, an element that gives it that additional timelessness and uh, endless reinvention opportunities. But I think that kind of just goes into the uh, a- aesthetic. The, there's just a lot about the character and the uh, the common aspects you see in every iteration that kind of add to the, the t- potential for timelessness to where you really don't have to change much to make it relevant today. 
So, yeah, that's why we're talking about the 80-year anniversary. Yes. And so we'll end this special with just simple questions. What is your favorite version of Batman? And, you know, I just decided right now we'll include both version and actor. For me, well, for me in live action, my favorite version is easily the 1989-1997 film series. Michael Keaton, for me, is the best live-action Batman, but if we're talking all-time over this 80-year history, for me, is no doubt the version from Batman the Animated Series that we saw continue through Justice League Unlimited and into Batman Beyond. And I guess you can also sit... I mean, it's influence. You can also say the Arkham games and yeah. stuff like that. And um, for me... The best Batman actor of all time is Kevin Conroy, and I just think that the Batman the Animated Series did such a great job of showing what makes this character, in my opinion at least, the greatest character in all fiction. So, Oh yeah. Uh, for, for me, um, I think like I said at the top of this special, like, I loved Batman Forever so much as a kid, and like today I'm like... I think that really the best one's got to be 1989's Batman with Michael Keaton. And that kind of uh, retrospective kind of makes me say lately um, that I think Michael Keaton is my favorite Batman. Um, sometimes I do wonder, though, like, uh, you know, if I like Batman forever, so I mean, maybe there's maybe if I were to go back, maybe there's is something with uh, Val Kilmer. I think Val Kilmer did the best job of playing both Batman and Bruce Wayne versus Keaton oh, yeah. was best at just playing Batman. Yeah. And I think Kilmer's the best Bruce Wayne we've ever had. Oh yeah. I think I think that's actually a pretty good point because there was some good Bruce Wayne that I remember in Batman Forever. But I guess uh yeah, as far as like I imagine someone if if someone says Batman and I imagine someone in the suit being Batman, I imagine Michael Keaton. <laughs> so that's to me that's the best Batman. So, yeah, it's amazing. An amazing 80 years, clearly. Uh, yes. More than I even imagined. <laughs> yes. And, and I knew there was a lot. Yes. So. In 20 years, when we're 46, we'll be doing the um, <laughs> 100th anniversary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably have lots of beer and be drunk and angry and bitter at the world. Yeah. We'll, it'll sound like Batman is hosting it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see what breaks us. Yes. <laughs> if there's something else that breaks us utterly. Yes. So, guys, we have come to the end of our Batman 80s special. Boy, did this go longer than I thought it would. You know, there's a lot to talk about. Yes, there is. And on to another 80 years for the Dark Knight. Same bat time, same bat channel. And with that, as always, with Batman and with any other topic, we will forever. We didn't do it much this. We did a little bit. With yeah, it's about Aquaman, it's, Star Wars. Yeah, stuff like that. I guess a little. We will forever, as long as the bat signal shines in the sky, keep falling down that rabbit hole. Keep falling down that bat cave hole. Oh yes. Yeah.